Hi, I'm Annie Miller. I'm a certified personal trainer and transformational macro coach. This is a podcast for those who are interested in improving their health and fitness. And what I've learned along the way is that sometimes that means you'll have to rethink what you thought you knew. This is the Rethinking Fitness with Annie podcast. Welcome to the Rethinking Fitness with Annie podcast. I'm your host, Annie Miller. Today, I want to share with you what I've learned about macros and my experience using a reverse diet and learning how to use maintenance. So really quickly, I'm going to talk about the four phases of nutrition. If you want more info on any of these phases and you haven't already listened to episodes 9, 12, 16, and 18 of the Macros Universe podcast, they're all fairly short listens, 15 to 20 minutes each, I think. Um, You could go through and you could listen to those. We go pretty deep into the phases of nutrition and give a pretty deep explanation there. So if you want more information, you can go and listen to that. But for the purpose of today's podcast, I'm just going to briefly mention the four phases of nutrition or four phases of dieting. So first is a cut or a diet, which most of us are super familiar with. Typically, we diet in an attempt to lose fat or lose weight. Then there is bulking or a surplus, which is when you increase your calories in an effort to gain weight, typically used to gain muscle. And then maintenance is, for any arrested development fans out there, it's exactly what it sounds like. You are maintaining your current weight or physique. And then there is a reverse diet. And reverse dieting was really a new concept to me when I was first introduced to it. Um, And I was actually introduced to it because someone was... I'm trying to explain the concept to me of reverse dieting, and they told me to listen to Biceps After Babies Radio, which is Amber Breezy's podcast. And um, I've said this before, but if you didn't know, I went through Macros 101, which is her signature coaching program that teaches about macros. And then I went on into her coaching academy program to become a certified macros coach. My interest in Biceps After Babies Radio or the podcast actually came because of this um, desire to understand more about reverse dieting. So I had a really basic understanding at that point in time about what macros were. In fact, I had done a challenge. So back in 2019, I did a challenge and I had a coach in this challenge that set my macros for me. I really didn't understand macros. I did not understand the caloric value of macros. I just had kind of been given these numbers and was basically, you know, I mean, she she did give us some tips on some macro-friendly foods and things like that. But for the most part, I didn't really understand much about macros. I've said this before, but it's always worth repeating that when I'm talking about the caloric value of a macro, so first of all, we all know that there are calories in our food. Calories are the energy that we eat. And the macronutrients are the three big sources of those calories. So carbs, fats, and proteins. So there's one gram of carbs is equal to four calories. One gram of protein is equal to four calories. And one gram of fat is equal to nine calories. That's important to understand if you're trying to learn anything about macros. Um, But that's not really what we're going to talk about today. But I just kind of wanted to mention that really quickly. So what I want to talk about is reverse dieting. And the reason I want to talk about that is because I didn't really understand the concept of a reverse diet. So essentially with a reverse diet, you go from wherever you're at in a caloric deficit and you slowly add calories back into your diet to help boost you back up towards your maintenance calories. And why is this important? Well, for one thing, if you have ever dieted before 
And if you're anything like me, maybe you saw weight loss and you thought your diet was super successful, but then over time you gain weight back and then you kind of feel like you failed somehow. And if you're like I was, then it really wasn't your fault because you were probably following some plan to lose weight, but then you stopped doing that plan. So naturally you're going to gain the weight back if you had no knowledge of how to maintain it. So with a reverse diet, you slowly add calories back in so that you don't just gain the weight back immediately. It helps your body adjust to the new amount of calories that you're feeding it. One of the really, really cool things about our bodies is that they're super, super adaptable. If you ever traveled, you've probably noticed this adaptation. If you have ever like jumped into a pool or a cold lake, then you have likely experienced your body getting used to the water, right? Or adapting to the temperature change. It feels really cold when you first jump in, but then all of a sudden you're like, okay, my body got used to it and you adjust to it and it doesn't feel so cold anymore. So in a similar way, but obviously it's a slower process, in a similar way, our bodies adjust to the amount of calories that we consume in a day. So before I knew about reverse dieting, I had attempted weight loss lots of times. I had done lots of different things and essentially had spent years trying to stay in some kind of caloric deficit. And I kind of hit this point where I didn't really know this at the time, but my body had adapted to lower calories. And so what I had been doing to lose weight was no longer working. Skip forward a little bit. I joined Macros 101 in February of 2021. And I totally joined thinking I was going to learn all that there was about macros. And I just thought, okay, I've heard lots of people talk about this. I really like the idea of being able to still eat the things that I want to eat and see weight loss with that. I thought macros were the missing ingredient and I would start to lose weight again. I just needed to understand how to set my macros correctly and what those numbers needed to be. So like I had mentioned before, I started listening to Biceps After Babies Radio. I'd actually started Um, I'd been talking to a couple of different people who had mentioned it to me, and so I had actually started listening to it in around September of 2020. And so I was listening to it, I was learning about reverse dieting, I was learning a lot about macros, and I thought, okay, the next time she opens her rounds of Macros 101, I'm going to join. That's going to be the trick. I'm going I'm to join and learn all there is to know about macros, and macros are the missing piece. And I just thought, once I learn that, I'll start losing weight again. So before I started Macros 1 and 1 and I'd been learning about reverse dieting, I, as I listened to it, I was like, okay, yeah, but this is probably for someone who has reached their end goal, their ideal weight, and now they need to maintain it. I totally dismissed it as being a phase that I might need to go through myself. And the biggest reason why is because I had weight I wanted to lose still. And I thought, okay, I probably, I probably just need to be trying harder. I need to be working more on that consistency and just making sure that I'm really hitting those numbers. And that's what I need to do. But four weeks into the Macros 101 program, I realized I really needed to shift my mindset and I needed to at least attempt a reverse diet and see what happened. So in April of 2021, I finally started working my way through my first reverse. From there, I moved on into maintenance and I stayed at maintenance pretty much for the rest of 2021. And I actually stayed at maintenance for most of 2022. And a big reason why is because I had just thought I really need to learn how to feed my body. I need to learn to make sure that I'm getting an adequate amount of protein, that I'm getting in a good amount. Like I really didn't change much with my exercise routine at that time. And I'm a fairly active person. I typically go to the gym four or five times a week, along with taking some good walks outside of the gym. So I knew that exercise wasn't necessarily 
what was missing, but I needed to change some things with my nutrition. But I also knew that I didn't want to change anything too extreme. Like, I guess when we're thinking of like the costs and benefits of weight loss or whatever, I thought, you know, I... I want to still eat foods. I had tried lots of things before and it was like, you know, you do low carb, then you essentially cut out most fruits and a lot of vegetables. And I like fruits and vegetables and I wanted to be able to eat them. And a life of cutting out carbs or cutting out fat was just really not what I wanted to do. And that's one of the reasons that macros did appeal to me so much. And so I spent a good chunk of time just learning how to fuel my body in a maintenance phase learning what it was like to actually feel fully fueled when going to the gym instead of thinking that I had to go on an empty stomach or that I had to stop eating by 7 p.m. or, I mean, lots of different things that I had kind of previously thought. So just kind of being willing to play around with it a little bit and and see what it felt like to eat some more carbs and to learn how to eat an adequate amount of protein for my body. When you first start counting macros, there is definitely a learning curve with it. And if you're not typically someone who eats a lot of protein, it can be a pretty big jump going from the amount of protein that you normally eat in your diet to like really, really intentionally including protein and plants in every single meal. That was a pretty big shift for me. And due to some of the stuff that I had learned through Macros 101 and then learned in Coaching Academy and then just other personal development things that I'd been working on, I was in a good enough space mentally that I was kind of able to let go of the idea of weight loss or fat loss for a while long enough to really learn how to maintain my weight and just like notice how I felt. Paying more attention to some of those signals from my body, really paying attention to getting better quality sleep and and just kind of working on some of those other things that honestly I just kind of put on the back burner because it was like, you know, I'll do all those things after after I lose the weight. I just kind of had this mindset that I will learn how to do some of those types of things, you know, learn. I just didn't really realize how important sleep was, how important adequately fueling my body was, and just kind of paying attention to some of those kinds of things. So I was able to spend a good amount of time in maintenance. And, and really, I have to say kind of that for me, the downside of being in this phase where I stayed at maintenance is that especially as a health and fitness coach, as a personal trainer, and someone who is working on building clientele, it's really hard to feel like, well, I still have weight to lose. So who am I to be telling other people what they need to do to lose weight? So staying at maintenance has been a little challenging for me mentally, because I've kind of had this mindset of like, oh, but but maybe I just need to lose weight first, and then I can help people. To be perfectly honest, the truth is I do have some weight that I would like to lose still, just to be in a range that better aligns with some of the health goals that I have, but I'm no longer tied to a particular number on the scale, and I know that I'm making progress towards my goals, and I know that I have made a ton of progress, and I've learned a lot, and I actually think that it's good that I've gone through a reverse, and that I've spent a good long chunk of time at maintenance, because now I feel like it's something that I understand nutrition so much more. I understand some of the biofeedback that I'm getting from my body now, and I really feel like that is due to being able to spend a good chunk of time in reverse and then in long period of maintenance. And I also just have to say that if that's something that my clients are struggling with, now I have firsthand knowledge of those phases. I've been there myself and I know what it's like to struggle to lose weight. I know what it's like to try Whole30 and Weight Watchers and cutting out fat and cutting out sugar and 
doing Metafast and lots of other dumb things. Um, and I even tried to approach macro counting with a dieting mindset. And it wasn't until I backed off the idea of losing weight that I really started to see what macros could do for my body. And I'm so grateful that now I understand that macro counting is a tool and I understand the different phases of nutrition and I know how to cycle through them. And I also know that my worth is not tied to how I look or how much I weigh. And those are all things that I have been able to work through going through this maintenance phase. So it actually has been a really, really great thing for me. So it was kind of a long story and I have a couple of reasons why I think it was important to share. One is that I think one of the things I learned is that feeding our bodies is so important. I know this sounds super, super basic, but if you have a lot of stresses going on in your life, it's not to say that you can't or won't lose weight in that phase. And I know that sometimes you feel like that's the only thing that you have control over, but just know that if you're not losing weight and you're going through a really stressful period in your life, it doesn't make you a failure and it doesn't mean anything bad about you as a person. It really could be your body fighting back and your body kind of giving you a signal that's saying, hey, you're stressed. We need the energy from our food just to survive the current stresses in our lives right now. So be kind to yourself and don't assume your body's broken or that there's something wrong with you. Just take a moment and evaluate your life. Maybe rate your stress over the last month or so. So I like to use the 0 to 10 scale. How stressed are you on a scale of 0 to 10 or 1 to 10? If that number is like a 6 or above, maybe right now is not a season for you to try and add stress of a diet in your life. Maybe it's a good time for you to learn about how to fuel your body, learn how to count macros, learn how to create balanced nutrition, and then you'll be able to take that knowledge and apply it to a cut later on when you're in a better season for it and when your body is going to be able to respond in a better way to it. And I might get some hate for saying this, but number two, stop worrying so much about the size of your body or the number on the scale. I don't think that there is anything wrong with chasing after weight loss or some body recomp but I think it's important to evaluate your reason why. Why do you want to lose weight? What will it give you to lose weight? What will you gain from it? I think that your reason behind it needs to be coming from a place of changing yourself for the better, improving health. And again, I'm not saying, I don't think there's anything wrong with chasing after weight loss, but I just think that the reason why you're chasing it, what is it that you feel like you're going to get from it? Is it because you feel like you can't be confident until you lose weight? Is it because you feel like you can't play with your kids until you lose weight? Or what what things are you holding back on? Because you're kind of using that as a crutch. You're using that to say, because there's all of those things that you can do now. They might not be super comfortable, but you can take steps now to get there. Number three, this kind of piggybacks off of what I just said. But even if you're putting weight loss on hold for now, you can start taking steps today to be healthier, which at the end of the day is really what we all want. We want to be healthy. We want to have energy to spend time with our families and to be able to be active and do the things that we want to do. And yes, to feel more comfortable in our skin or to feel more comfortable and confident in a bathing suit. I totally get that. And I'm not at all saying that those aren't you could work towards. I am saying there are steps you can start taking today. Even if it is something super small, like intentionally adding in one more serving of vegetables or drinking a little bit more water or moving your body for 20 minutes, there are small steps you can take right now. If 20 minutes feels like too long, you're not someone who exercises, go for a five minute walk. Start small and start taking action steps today to be healthier. And number four, be willing to let go of your timelines. 
your results are going to take the time that they take. Have patience, trust your body, and trust yourself. You don't have to be perfect to get results. And I know that this can feel a little counterintuitive. And I know that you want results right now. I do too. I totally get it. Get to a place where you can use nutrition and exercise as a tool, not as a way to punish yourself, not as a way to restrict, but really just as a tool for you to be able to cycle through different phases and understand that just like you have different seasons in life, there are different times that you can spend focusing on different things. And if you want to catch a rabbit, the best thing for you to do is to chase one rabbit, not chase four. If you're trying to chase four, they're probably all going to get away, right? So I just want you to know I have been there. I've restricted myself, I've cut out carbs, I've cut out fat, I've cut out sugar, I've done a lot of things, and I have also learned how to reverse diet and learned how to be comfortable being a little bit uncomfortable at maintenance, being in a place where I feel a little uncomfortable still in my own skin, but I also know that I'm learning to fuel my body, I know that I'm learning to use nutrition and exercise as tools, and I'm learning to enjoy my food, and I'm learning to enjoy the process. And that's exactly what I want for all of my clients. Whatever your goals are, understand that the way that your body looks is not the most important thing about you. You are worthy right now, just as you are, and you can start today. Wherever you are, you can start to make small changes in your life to help you reach your health and fitness goals. And if you need a coach for some accountability, for some teaching, for some encouragement or help along the way, I'd love to help you. That is exactly what I do. So reach out and let's find a way that we can work together. Thanks so much for listening and we will chat again next week.